Of Go Bayside. And you already know this if you're a listener, but if you're here for the first time, it is the Save by the Bell podcast where I invite a friend over to watch an episode of the show and then we immediately pick it apart for you. And first of all, I'm so super excited. I'll go ahead and say your name and get this out of the way before I uh, tell what episode we just watched. But today's guest is my friend and my very funny co worker, Jiffy Wild. Hello, hello. Thank hello. you. Oh, thank you um, for having me. Or J- should I call you Jeff or Jiffy? Either Jiffy or Jeff, whatever it doesn't but we matter. Call you, that's what you're, you're known as Jiffy on TV. Jiffy works, yeah. That's your TV personality. I know, I know. And uh, the episode that we just watched, I was actually really excited because this is one of my legitimate favorite episodes. You say um, that about all the episodes. I don't. Sure. I swear to God, I don't. This is really a standout episode for me. Um, this episode that we just watched is called Save the Max. And the according to the DVDs, let me read the information that I have here. The original air date was September 22nd, 1990. 90. 1990. We're into season two now. All right. So as as I told you, the tradition is, well, I'll go ahead and let you, the guest, give the uh, the plot points. Just give the general plot, and then we'll, we'll really get into it. Okay. So Save the Max basically starts off with uh, Screech and Zach. They find out that Bayside... High school has like a um, like a dormant radio station that mm-hmm. they didn't never know about for whatever reason, and so they get very excited. They start their own radio show. Now, what they find out later is the Max, the place that they always hang out at, mm-hmm. is going under. They need to read rate raise ten thousand dollars to yes. save the Max. Um, so they end up using the new found radio station and their new you know power through that mm-hmm. to to do a telethon. And save the Max. Yes. And there's some other little bits in there about Mr. Belding and... You yeah. Know. No, you nailed it. I mean, that's it's basically a telethon, the telethon episode to save the Max. Okay. I have so much to say about this. The first, first of all, even before we go beat by beat, I'm getting ahead of myself. But I have to say, and to let you know, that almost every episode... I bring up, or the guest does, the, the, the mystery surrounding the Max to me. Okay? Oh, yeah, the Max is totally... Well, here's my thing. I want... No, we don't know where it's located. The, the, this episode reveals, right, that the school board owns the Max The somehow. school district. The school district. Even though Belding has to go... To the school board. Yeah. I, okay, you know what? Hold on, hold on. Let's go ahead and... I'm getting ahead of myself. I just want to talk about that so much. We should really go beat by beat. Let's stick to, uh, to the rules here. Um. Yeah. So the the thing opens. The episode opens with Zach and Screech in the school basement, just snooping around. Snooping around. Like that's exactly what they're doing. And also, can I ask you this? Did your high school have a basement? Not that I know of. Right. Exactly. Because even and I guess I feel like even if it did, like no one would have been able to have access to it except for, I guess, like, the custodians. Jan- yeah. And everything was left in perfect working order. They Perfectly. Just had, they had white sheets over everything. That's it. So they just had to undo the sheets and, and plug it in. Yeah. And they were like, <laughs> it's just a hello. Giant plug. Hello, world. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yes. So that's the thing. They get to the school's basement, which also, yeah, like, I don't even... I couldn't even tell you if my school had one. I would assume if it did, there would be like a secret elevator to get to it or a secret stairwell. Like it would be a relatively hard thing to get to. Right. But they, they just show up there. Oh, because Screech says that a bully threw him down the trash chute or something. And that's how oh, I found out about Yeah, it. you know what? I 
I was so distracted by like the laugh tracks in the opening segment. Right. Yeah, that's what he says. So that's how they find out. So they're down there, and you're absolutely right. Everything is in working order. All they do is lift up the white sheets, and they're like, look, radio station equipment. And then there was a joke in there that did remind me of you, and you get teased at work for not being into the Beatles because they have all these posters, and Zach is like, oh, check it out. And then Screech goes, who are those three losers with Paul McCartney or whatever? So he totally yes. doesn't know who the Beatles are, which I thought was well, fantastic. Well, I, I, I'll, I'll say I obviously know who the Beatles are. Right. I just say... And, the joke um, at work is just that Jiffy is not a Beatles fan. I listen. I, I I appreciate the Beatles, right? But like I think I said to you once that you know I think you wrote wrote it down was one day one day I said I'm okay with the Beatles, but I love Taylor Swift. That's right. That is a quote <laughs> that you apparently stand by because you just said it into a microphone. I you know and I, it's recorded listen, for it's all not, eternity. It's not a popular place to be, but right. I, I just, you know you got to do you. I, I've you blasted more Taylor in my car than Beatles. Right. <laughs> That's just, you know, I'm 33 years old and I'm, I'm... And you're comfortable with that. I'm comfortable with that. I yeah. like it. I like it. So, yeah. So, he's like, who is three dorks of Paul McCartney? Okay, yeah, so they take all the sheets off of everything, and then that's when they're like, oh, my God, it's a radio station. And then I loved this. So there are times in this episode I also genuinely laughed. You did quite a few times, and it really made me smile. And one of the times was when they go... They take the giant cartoon plug, you know what I'm saying? That right, like will yeah. turn all of this equipment on the one plug, uh, and then Zach gets screeched to plug it in, and of course he gets electrocuted, yeah. total Looney Tune style. And then Yo, can I tell you real quick? I learned this back when I was doing art department days. Okay, you can't say electrocuted because I think the cuted part means that you actually die, like. When you say someone's electrocuted, oh. they, that means they actually die. I don't know if that's true, but I think he got uh, shocked. Oh, so somebody... Oh, okay. Like, so if you say, that oh, so-and-so got electrocuted, you're implying that they died. That they died from I their... I think. Injuries. Someone else can Google that, but I think... <laughs> so if somebody gets electricity sent through their body, but yet they don't die from it, they're just It's like just an electric shocked. shock. Okay. Yes. Okay, well, after Screech's electric shock, he rises <laughs> up, and you see he's got, like, total Looney Tunes hair. Like a big afro. Yeah, and you la- you I genuinely laughed. Because I loved it. I genuinely laughed. Actually, more at, like, because that's when they decided to do the, like, I, they don't do this in front of a live audience, right? I actually... I think that they do. I think a lot of it is canned, but I've seen pictures on the internet of like taping, like so old pictures. Actual and sometimes, people, yeah, there are actual. Because I, I just, you know, from working on a TV show that we do, like, right. I'm just curious of like, like that was like that was their big laugh. Right. Like, oh, sure. There, there was a bunch of good laughs up until then, but then when Screech had the frizzy hair, oh, they're like, this is gonna get that, them. That was like their applause break, and I was right. laughing at like. You know, sure. So you're laughing at it from a professional standpoint. Being a guy who works on a TV show and knows the inner workings, exactly. You were laughing. Oh, sure you were. Uh Sure you were. But I did think it was pretty funny. Yeah, it was pretty funny. So he gets up um, after being shocked. I guess now that I know from Doctor Wild that that's the proper terminology. Yes, like executed, electrocuted. I think there's something, some relation there. Oh, yeah. I didn't know the the finality of it, but I that hey, it makes sense. It makes sense. Okay, so. Um. Yeah, I did, I'm trying to get my notes. I just wrote in huge capital letters. Jiffy laughed. <laughs> um, I did. That's I she's did. right. Okay. So now this discovery of this leads me to ask you this because this is also a thing that happened in Beverly Hills 90210. They high school radio stations. 
Was that a thing? Who would ever listen? Who would be the audience? Exactly. Like, okay, did you have one in your high school? No. No, neither did I. Neither did anyone Although I know. Although I've loved Pump It Up starring Christian Slater. Or Pump Up the Volume. Pump Up the I Volume. I loved it too. But that's I mean, different because that, that was- That was pirate radio. Pi- exactly. So he was broadcasting to like right. anybody within a- But but I love that movie too, by the way. But yes, this, and then when I saw it on 90210 years later, I'm like- Oh, so that must be a thing at some high schools, but how? No, I think it's a thing for, for television high schools. But you're, you're absolutely right, because how are we... If this is a thing that's at a high school, and the students are running it, you're, who's listening? They're all in class. Like, who's listening? And they go home and, like, turn on the radio? But then, but that, they're... Even if that is the case, the kids are running it during the day. So they're not... You know what I'm saying? Unless it's pre, they're recording it and then later on they play it for there, people. Well, there's at obviously night. a lot of logistical problems. With there's a lot. <laughs> I, so yeah, the concept of just like a high school radio station always bothers me. And I love me. how, like, it's just. I mean, I guess it's given because they're the stars of the show, but they're just like the only kids in, in the school that ever do it. Oh, exactly. Oh, exactly. I have that like, written down as well. Everybody else just like fuck you guys. Of course, we're gonna be the ones <laughs> that run the station. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just imagine them too being like, "You guys, hey, other Bayside students, <laughs> listen to this. How cool is it? We found a radio station." There, we'd be like, "Oh, that's awesome! Can I?" No, you can't. We run it now. <laughs> yeah. Only us. Well, it makes me wonder because, like, at one point in the episode, they, they get reviewed by the school paper. Yes! I'm like, "Wait, why aren't they writing for the school paper too?" That's like, true. They, they do if running... they do everything, right? Or who are these? Or maybe paper they writers? deemed the school paper too nerdy for their crew. Yeah. Their crew only does like cool stuff. But Screech isn't too nerdy. Yeah, but again, we've been over this too in episodes. Like Screech is the weird, like, yeah, he's a raging nerd, but somehow the coolest guy in the entire school like hangs Who's out. Who's the coolest guy? Is it Slater or, or Zach? It's, it's clearly Zach. How dare you? <laughs> it's clearly Zach. Yeah, but Slater can. I mean, I just he wore a lot of cutoff shirts. I never knew a guy with guns like that in high oh, school. Oh, we've, we've totally <laughs> talked about that too. We're like. As, I don't know. I'm actually going to go retread every episode you've ever no, talked No, no, no. I don't mind. I, hey, I repeat myself all the time, and it, it, and it, it, these things bear repeating. I don't know. I'm 34, and I know very few guys now who even come close to that. Level I know, and he's supposed rhythmus. to be like 15. He's like 15. And he's like the most ripped. Oh, I do. I did make the thought that he. So they do the radio station. Slater's the one that sucks. Right. He's just like dead air. He's awful at it. Right. And they're all kind of like, oh, Slater sucks. Like, how do we tell him? And I was thinking, isn't it kind of ironic that now Slater's the only one that's actually working in like broadcast? Oh, yeah. He's like the, well, that, well, Zach is on shows. Well, he's on shows, but, but, but Slater is like, oh, yeah. Slater's the the, host. He's like the host of a show. Yeah. He's like the goat. And he hosts things like, you know, Miss Universe. Yeah. He got the last laugh, I feel like. That's true. That is that he learned from this episode. He learned to hone his skills. Because he needed a hosting job later. Anyway, oh, I am dwelling on the high school radio station thing, but that trips me out hard. And also, I do have to say, and this is another show entirely, whatever, but in 90210, when um, David Silver was doing it, he was doing it during school hours. He was, I saw, he, they had the booth and like people would walk by him in the Yeah, hallway. I think he was doing it for credit. That's, but who was listening? They're all in class. <laughs> okay, so I trip hard on that. Okay, um, so there's that. And then, like, we already kind of went over, they are the only people on it. They... Go to, well, this is the thing, is they have to go, so they discover it. Here's another thing. I trip real, I told you to get ready to get real deep into this, because I do trip on every detail. So they discover the thing. Zach goes to Mr. Belding to be like, hey, we found the secret radio station. Can we, you know, run it now? 
Can we bring it back? Okay. It, he does take some coaxing. They do have to kind of get in Mr. Belling's face, call him the big bopper, reminisce about his right. glory days. There's definitely like a lot of backstory going on with right. Belding. And how he used to run it, and he's like, oh, I have fond memories. However, not one time does he go, why were you guys in the high school basement? <laughs> you guys shouldn't have been there. That's pretty weird. Well, but that, that's all part of the problem is that like, I don't think I, I mean, I was like a pretty good kid. I don't think I ever saw the inside of my high school principal's office. And they walk in like it's their bedroom. Like <laughs> at any time of the day, all four of them just barge in and he's just like, okay with it. Yeah. Oh, and then, totally. and not only do they barge in, then he'll be like, well, I have to go. And then he leaves and just leaves them in his. And so Zach like picks up the intercom and like, oh, Mr. Building. And it's like, totally what kind of trust is this? Okay, you're so right on. So anyways, yes, they just walk in and they start like making demands <laughs> yeah. of the principal. Like he walks in like, yo, Mr. Belding, I found the radio station. I want to run it. I want to bring it back to life. And again, instead of yelling at him, he's just like, well, I don't know about this. And then they like talk him into it. It's bad that I, as I was watching it, like I started really like empathizing more with Belding. Like no, I think I maybe as an older man, I'm watch like, it. you know, when I'm not. You know, and, and the other guy that I kind of never thought about as a kid when I watched this show, never like I never cared about his feelings or anything, was Max. <laughs> I feel really bad for Max. I mean, okay, he's well, just we'll like, get to that. what's he doing? Here's why I kind of don't know. Okay, okay. So they go into Belding's office. They're like, let us run it. And Belding goes, okay. And also makes no, like, then they're running it. That's it. They're entirely in charge of it. Because the next scene, they cut to Zach giving them orders. Like, Zach being like, I'm the head of this thing now. You're doing this show, you're doing this show, whatever, whatever. Like, not giving anybody outside of their crew a chance to do anything with this. So, like you said, yeah, they're always running things. Okay, so then, that's it. So, then Max, they're in the Max, right? So, Max comes up, hands them these, like, super tiny burgers. Like little sliders. Like little sliders, but even, like, smaller, and they get mad at them. They're like, Max, what the fuck? Like, this isn't what we ordered. Yeah. This is nice, small order. Where's our real one? Yeah. And then the la- uh, laugh track would come. Right. They, they, I love that they laughed on just not even jokes. Well, of course, because they just want to keep you at home, like, no, hey, it's a comedy, remember? But, yeah, so then they get mad at Max, and Max kind of gets, he gets all sad and goes, you guys, I had to cut costs. Like everything was too expensive or something. Now. Yeah. He just was like, my overhead's too much. I had to cut costs. And then they go, they start apologizing to him. Like they start going, Oh, we're yeah. really sorry, dude. Here's my issue with that. I have okay. An issue with that too. <laughs> okay, good. Maybe it's the same as mine. Look, I'm not the biggest fan of capitalism. I, you know, it, we have this system. We have to live under it. That's kind of what's going on right now in our world. And that is what's going on here. The guy's trying to run a business. And the fact that they like, he has to know they should not have. My point is they should not have apologized to him. Do you have the opposite point? Because you're no. on Max's side. Well, listen, I am on Max's side. No. Hi, everybody. This is April speaking to you from Space Year 2023. That's right. I'm cutting in here to let you know that it has now been 10 years. 10 years, a full calendar decade since I started this podcast, Go Bayside. And as you've probably noticed the entire time, it was very DIY. I was never on a network. There's never been any ads in any of the uh, episodes. And now that it's been 10 entire years that it's been out there in the ether on every possible podcast player for you to enjoy, I am taking the first 50 episodes and I am archiving them. So episodes 1 through 50 will now only be available on my Patreon, 
which is patreon.com slash April Richardson. If you go there, there are several tiers that I think are very reasonable. Um, the first being just to have access to all of the Go Bayside archive episodes. Um, the rest being to catch up on the new stuff that I'm making should you be interested in hearing me talk about other things that aren't Saved by the Bell related. So there you go. It's been 10 years, you guys. 10 years listening to me talk nonsense about this television show. And uh, now you can join me over at patreon.com slash April Richardson. Or if it's easier for you to remember, you can go to bearmins.com. That is B-A-R-E-M-I-N-S dot com. And you can find all of the old Go Bayside episodes there for you to enjoy. Play until your heart's content. Leave comments. See the photos on my old green couch. Um, join us there, please. And thank you so much for 10 years of supporting Go Bayside.